Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Assyria, and here's your top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. So, um, there's a little bit of news in gaming this week, but there was a major announcement from Nintendo when the Nintendo Switch Lite. Now, you remember last week when I was talking about what next gen is going to look like? I'm happy to be a little bit right because I told you guys that they were going to bring the Switch Lite out this year. You won't hear about the next generation of the Pro version until next year. I'm not sure if they're going to do it in early next year or they're going to do it around the time of the holidays. Because I'm letting you guys know. When Microsoft gave you guys an idea of when they're going to release their new console, which is 2020 next year holiday, everyone is on edge. Now, there's a lot of factors that um that is play here. Okay. Now we're gonna talk about. Um, I'm sorry, I was distracted by something. Um, let's talk about these tariffs. Now, these tariffs can offset or delay these next generation consoles. But I'm going a little bit too much into the logistics and politics that's going on behind the scenes. So let's just keep, let's go right back to the light. Are you picking up a light? A lot of people were, let's just say they were, it wasn't a happy-go-lucky announcement for everyone. Some people were excited, I am for one am excited, I'm picking up the Pokemon version. The reason why I'm picking this up, and I'm going to tell you why, I carry my 3DS around with me all the time. I'm not saying that I play it all the time, but I do carry it. I'm a gamer, and I like to have a console on me at all times. It's just my thing. I'm going to replace the 3DS with this light. And, me personally, when I'm watching Hulu using my Switch, and mind you, I have all three systems, I mostly game on my Switch at the moment. Sometimes when I'm gaming, I mean, sometimes when I'm watching telly, I want to play my game. This gives me the opportunity to do both at a time. I know it's crazy, it's information overload, oh my god. But it's just something that I like to do. Cause 
I'm, I'm, I'm quirky like that. I'm excited for this. A lot of people are, as well as a lot of people, are very divided and upset, mind you. Like, how could you be upset with this announcement? If you had the Nintendo Switch and it doesn't work for you, fine. It doesn't have to work for you. It can work for just, you know, additional systems in your household. Because some people don't want to just, you know, game on one console. This is for, this is, this is geared towards people who like the Nintendo Switch and who do not want to purchase three, maybe four Switches in the house. When you can get them this and they can have the same experience at a fraction of the price. It's for kids. For people who are constantly on the go, and me personally, again, I like to take my switch out, but I'm very like you know nervous because that is an expensive system, and to me, what makes it fragile is the strengths, which is the Joy-Con, and I don't want anything to happen with my Joy-Cons or if anything happens because it's so you know it can. Anything can happen. I like the model of the light because I'm not worried about, you know, too many moving parts. It's a solid unit. So, yes, I'm picking it up and I hope you guys are picking it up too. This will be released September 20th, the same day. The same day that they're going to bring out, um... The Zelda, Zelda Awakening, how come they got a capitalizing on that is beyond me. So you guys got two months. The TurboGrafx-16 Mini is, has been announced and will be releasing on March 19th, 2020. It's going to, you know, have a slew of games. Now this information is fairly new. But, um, I'm sure that there were some games announced. I can honestly tell you, there was, um, some information that I just recently discovered. I didn't know the Turbo um, Graphics 16 was the first 16 bit game. That's crazy. Because, um, I always thought that it was, um, I've always thought that it was Sega Genesis. But you learn something new every day. Now it will come with 50 games, such as slew of this. Um, let me give you a couple of them. So Alien Crush, R Type, Wise 1 and 2. New Adventure Island, Space Harriet, Bomberman 93, um, oh, Gradius, oh, Gradius 2 as well. 
And those are just some name a few. Um, they're going to have 50. And um, I don't know that how much it's going to cost. Hmm. I'm sure they're gonna release the price of it. Um, come close to the release date. Will you be Will you be picking it up? I know I won't. I have a lot of minis. I still haven't picked up the uh, PS1 Classic. I picked this one up for someone else, but I personally didn't get it. I just, it was a gift. It was a Yo-Kai Watch, the original one, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. It's been announced. Um, it's not... And I think the reason why they're doing it and they're bringing it to the Switch is because I think that they looked at the numbers of Yokai Watch 4 and they wasn't good. They wasn't good. Um, which is confusing because a lot of people enjoyed the first one. They're bringing a um, DLC out for the original game, and that's gonna be later on this year. Cuphead, the animated series, is going to be sometime probably in 2020, and yeah, that's pretty much it for. Well, that's a super tip. Let's talk about Gears. Gears Five. Um, one of the developers. Um, and I said they're going to take out smoking in the game because his father, was it father or was his grandfather? I think it was his father. His father died of lung cancer and you know he didn't want an injury. But he's always been fighting for that since the first one and since he's got like he's got a little bit more up in rank and whatnot. And that's what he's gonna do. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's not a lot of gaming information out right now. But, here's the next one. And that is your top gaming information this week.
pop culture. So on the Breakfast Club, urban fashion designer Deborah Dan um, went on and talked about his deal with Gucci and there was a bit of controversy um, about some of the comments that he made. Let me explain. Now, Charlemagne the God, one of the hosts, asked him, like, how come he He's an advocate for black designers and whatnot, but it seems to me that a lot of um, black designers have a lot of trouble breaking into the fashion world worldwide, industry worldwide. It's not that they can't survive here domestically, whether it's in the U.S., whether it's in England, whether it's in, um, you know, Africa, when I will go to, you know, other places, but like Japan and whatnot. But a lot of other country people from all over the world want to, you know, be on the hip stuff, and most of them find that the black culture is like the leader as far as everyday wear, not high fashion. I would never, you know, because I think Italians are the best at high fashion, and French and whatnot, but um, but like everyday wear, yeah. So he says something to the effect that um, that they're having a lot of um problems breaking in. So he signed on with Gucci, and Gucci is giving him a fashion house. Now, for those who don't know, a fashion house is um, an environment where, you know, a collective of people who, you know, get together and, you know, create these styles, and it's from that team, and that team alone. Now, don't get me wrong, Gucci is overlooking all of it and funding it as far as marketing and distributing and whatnot, but that's the problem that these smaller up-and-coming designers are struggling with its distribution and it's always sounds like when people of color who has a, a big following has a problem with distribution because it's like clicky it's like oh we love your fashions but we're not going to, like, you know, cut you in on this because if we do, we know that you would destroy, you know, our revenue or not destroy. But let's just say the people.
piece of pie that we have will be smaller. And it's crazy because what Dapper Dad was saying was weird. It's because he's an old man, and I'm not saying it because I know some very sharp, sharp older people. But it sounds like he wants to infiltrate from within. And here's my thing to him. Okay, so you're already with one of the high fashion people. You're talking Gucci right here. Instead of you try to kiss butt with him, learn the system. And because you're already a designer. But you need to learn how to get into that distribution. But it seems to me that he's not even trying to do that. It's just he wants to be non-confrontational when it comes to them. And I think that that's a problem. Because if you're just going to work for them and your designs get out there for the world to see, you are essentially locking out those people of color who are trying to make a name for them, themselves. Instead of you trying to, like, you know, get a house, my thing is like this. Okay, fine. I'll make you some designs. I'll fashion you some um, clothes. But what I want is I want to know how this works. And then I will take it home. And I will take it to the people who are up and coming. Like, okay, we need to do A, B, C, and D. And then we'll, you know, use the system that they're using. But it'll just be like, you're in the game. It's crazy. A lot of people were surprised about it, but it is what it is. I heard about him when I buy something from him or will I buy anything of his name? No. I don't even really like high fashion. Not at all. I mean there are some beautiful pieces, don't get me wrong. But um I can't afford it. And even if I could, I still wouldn't buy it. So some of the reviews for Disney's The Lion King is out. Some of the critics are panning this, and I find it interesting that they are, because from what I've seen, it's, there are some liberties, but it's not, it's not bad. It's not like, oh my god, this is not the Lion King. No, it's not that bad. It's actually like the Lion King. But there's... It's some pieces that are not there. Some pieces that are. It's just a lot of liberties. And is it a good movie? Yes. I would recommend people who are familiar with the animated version. Go see this movie. Go see this movie. You're going to enjoy yourself. So, um, yeah. But I think the reason why they're panning it is because I guess some people are used to the old voices 
and the new ones and the new ones are good they're good it didn't take me out it's but it's you will tell they're new and what I mean by they're, that they're new is yes they sound a bit like them but they're a little bit off it's just I guess it's the biggest complaint that most people have but does the movie you know stand true to the original yes it's good go see this movie you'll enjoy it Jay-Z is now in the cannabis business for uh, San Jose, not a city, yeah, San Jose um, based company called Calvia. Now, I like what this guy is doing. I am not mad at Jay-Z. Jay-Z is going to be in charge of their marketing and this is the key, and this is all, like, you know, this is all good, because what he's going to do is he's going to teach those who are firmly incarcerated behind, you know, these marijuana charges and whatnot, I'd like that he's going to teach them the game, and he's going to put them up on how to get in, because it's, 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 it's a disservice to those who have, because they know how to sell. They know how to sell the stuff. They know who to go after because it's what they, it's their entrepreneur strength. They know who and how to sell the marijuana. And that's the reason why a lot of these up and coming and new um, cannabis it's like it's they're good and I'm not saying the business is bad and I'm sure that they want to make business even bigger the problem is is that they're still having trouble reaching their consumers and then there's this legality issues with nobody and they, it's it's a big hoopla. I just appreciate what JC is doing, and it's a smart idea because how are you else are you gonna sell to people than those who um sold it? They know how to sell it. They know where the market is, and they know exactly the cost. Instead of you putting it in the suburbs, on the edge of the suburbs, sweetheart, go into the urban areas as well. And people will come. And I'm not talking about those who are addicts or anything like that. I'm talking about regular people. The reason why most of y'all are not selling so much weed and whatnot in these stores and stuff like that, because y'all are so far out of the way. I don't smoke. And for the last information, Bond will be um, featuring 
a new part. Rosanda Lynch is to inherit. She's gonna play 007 in the new Bond movie. Now, a lot of people are, are was gonna be up and honest about it. I think that it's going to be a transitional period. It's not gonna be her as the star. I mean, what's the name again? Daniel Craig is still gonna be there. But it's going to give you an idea of, like, you know, a different perspective. Um, this movie should be out by next year. I'm excited to see what they do. And that was your top stories in pop culture. Twitter at Chief Girls Podcast.